Hey, hey, ha, ha. It is I, your pal Rory, here for another two hours of... Oh, man. And that was Crazy Girls and the Javelins with a song, as you can probably expect, being called Hey, Hey, Ha, Ha. Uh, That came out in, let me see, 1963 through Capitol as part of a single. Uh, We're going to hear something from another single next. It is by The Dimensions. The song is called The Pilot. It's really strange. It talks about lyrically uh, a pilot who died from acute appendicitis and the narrator's reaction to it. uh, Basically, the narrator being very upset that the pilot died from acute appendicitis or or died at all. So, anyhow, I'll uh, I'll not delay it any further. I'll let you pass your own judgments on it.
this guy moaned at least this loud. Oh!
Well, that ended sooner than anticipated. That's okay. So that was Naked Lights with Machine from their album Brow Beat, released by Sanity Muffin in 2016. Uh, we also heard Las Tres Sudamericanos with and. Uzami, or a version of Sugar Me, came out through the Belter label in 1972 as part of a single. Um, before that, Haldol with Nostalgia for Dreams. It's taken from the totalitarianism of everyday life, an album that World Gone Mad put out in 2017. I spend a lot of time digging through Bandcamp trying to find good stuff to listen to or uh, play on here. That album I found, I don't know, two or three years ago, and it is one of the best things I've come across. I've come across a lot of good stuff on there. I'd say almost half of the music I'm playing today is from Bandcamp finds from the past few months, but that record, that gets a 10. Uh, It was actually really hard for me to pick out what I should play from that today uh so yeah find that on their bandcamp page haldol.bandcamp.com before haldol it was my good old pal gradini with the glowing raccoon he put that out himself last year on uh, a record or release i guess known as too many moods I was talking to him the other day, and uh, he said that he bowed out of Toronto for a little while and is sticking out in the countryside for a while. I don't blame him. If I were in Toronto right now, I would want to do the same thing. Even if even if all this crazy stuff wasn't going on, I'd still be inclined to, to bow out and go in the countryside and get away from Toronto. Um, but... Uh, yeah, th- that whole album is really good as well. And then he's also got something new uh, that he's just posted on his Bandcamp page, gradini.bandcamp.com, that he put out this year. If you want to take a listen to that. <laughs> then there was Hand and Leg from Lust and Peace that was put out through the Slovenly label in 2019. Uh, the song being called Lush Throw. And to start, as I had described it, the Dimensions with the Pilot from a single released by Vibra in 1967. Okay, well, next I want to play a song uh, in tribute to Bill Reiflin, who passed away a few days ago. Um, He's a great musician in his own right but played on quite a few records that I've loved for years and years. Uh, One of them being the record I'll take this particular song from. It's uh, Ministries, A Mind, or The Mind is a Terrible Thing to Taste, and uh, the song is Burning Inside. But uh, yeah, if you look on his Discogs page, you'll see how many other things he's been involved in over the years. Uh aside from ministry, things that I've been particularly fond of 
are uh, the Revolting Cocks, Lard, uh, the Angels of Light, uh, Swans, and then, uh, you know, a lot of other familiar names, KMFDM. Uh, not that I'm really too fond of KMFDM, but uh, he, he was involved with them. I, I believe he was in R.E.M. or at least drummed for them live as well. And he put out a lot of uh, stuff as well just as a, as a solo artist or collaborating in more of a songwriting capacity. Actually, uh, Burning Inside, it's, it's a co-written thing between him and Chris Connolly as listed in the, uh, the notes for the album itself. Um, so yeah, hats off to Bill and... Uh, Big thanks for uh, all the music, Bill, wherever you are. This one's for you.
what, why? When I tell you yeah, I know never the stuff, why you insist on more the stuff? I never know what you're talking about. This is uh, the Italian sausage place. We just have a bulk, a link. That's all. Do you have giraffe putty? No, we don't. I told you we don't.
Thank goodness for Peanut, who just sung, sang that song. Thank goodness for the rain. That came out in 1965 as part of a single through Pi. 
and I was doing a little reading on Peanut because I always wondered about her, um, what whatever happened to her. But apparently she's been busy in music for uh, a long time after that came out. She might even still be doing stuff these days. There was a single that the EM Records label in Japan put out, which sort of just, or I guess an EP, it's a four-song seven-inch, uh, that compiled just stuff that she had already released, but into a nice package. Um, and anyway, there's a little write-up about her on the back. I'll read a portion of it. It says... There's Peanut, a.k.a. the young Kathleen Kisson, who recorded as a member of the Marionettes alongside her brother Jerry and Ragdolls before teaming up with Jerry as Mac and Katie Kisson for a run of 70 smashes. In recent years, she has been Van Morrison's featured backup singer. Her own solo output was restricted largely to the 60s, billed as Peanut, she cut two singles for Pi, one of which was the breathtaking Thank Goodness for the Rain, before teaming up with Weird Beard producer Mark Wirtz on Columbia. And then it goes on to talk about the, the single, so I won't really get into that. Um, but anyhow, I, I hope Peanut's doing well. Uh, she originally came from Trinidad and then uh, picked up her career in the UK and just kept going. Before Peanut, it was Pega of Belgium. The song was So Me, or Me So Me That. And uh, they released that themselves in 2019 as part of uh, a release called Ficus Focus. We also heard Longmont Potion Castle, as he often does calling uh, various butcher shops this time. It was... Sausage Lady, as it's called, from uh, Longmont Potion Castle 3 that was put out in 1995 by DU Records. Um, then before Longmont, Radio Supernova singing in Finnish, as they are from Finland. Uh, the song was Sinat. The album it's taken from is called Tahitin, and that was released in 2019 by the Soet C. Stilty label. Who knows if I pronounce any of that correctly, but, uh, you know, can't blame a guy for trying. Then there was the triumphs with dragon wagon. It's from a single. They released themselves. I would assume because it came out on a label known as triumph in 1961 that I'm pretty sure doesn't have any other releases. And, uh, to start ministry featuring Bill Riflin, the late Bill Riflin, uh, with Burning Inside, taken from The Mind is a Terrible Thing to Taste, released in 1989 through Sire. So, yeah, I'm going to play something by Thomas Lear and Robert Rental next. Uh, uh, it's called Attack Decay. It's from their album, The Bridge, that came out in 1979 through Throbbing Gristles Industrial Records. Um yeah, and then we got enough stuff to bring us up to about the top of the hour, at which time we'll hear from our good friend, Zach Coons, who just celebrated his birthday yesterday. So who knows what he'll have to say about that alongside anything else that's popped up since. And you know something? Pretty sure that's all I got to say. 
So take it away, Misters Lear and Rental.
It's a sick, sick, sick world, and it's waiting for you.
A place to unlearn, or sorry, a place to learn and unlearn by YCCY of Switzerland. I assume that's how their name is pronounced. Uh, I don't have anybody to correct me, but uh, I've seen them here in Prague, uh, I guess maybe a month and a half ago when, when things were normal, and they were very, very good live. I hope someday I can see them again. We will see. Uh, that song came from their album, Baton Brute, put out by X-Mist in 2019. Uh, let's see, before YCCY, Body Lens with Fading, that was a self-released, um, EP, I guess, that is known as ML Mini, put out in 2020. Those folks hail from... Alberta, Canada. Then there was from Sweden, Savart, Maggie. The song was Ramas Murataz. Comes from an album called All Cats Are Beautiful, released by Rusted Teat in 2017. That title reminds me of a dream I had last night that involved me having to take care of kittens, but the kittens came in oranges and I had to peel the oranges and take the kittens out. I don't know what that could mean, but it probably doesn't mean anything. Um, and it's probably not very interesting to hear somebody talk about their dreams. Anyhow, before Svart, Maggie, Marta Kubishova with a song title, I'm not even going to bother to try and pronounce, but Google translate can help here. So if you could, <laughs> I, I actually didn't mean to put the, <laughs> the echo on that. I'm going to play it again, and it's going to say it slower this time. So what Google Translate or Google Translate produces that I can actually read, I, I hope, is the English translation your cream, your well, your rosary. And that is from a single put out in 1970 by Superphone. Before that, uh, Bonnie Dune with B-Hole from their album Dooner Nooner, released by Record Center in 2017. You can find more about them. They're based in Ottawa at Bonnie dune d-o-o-n dot bandcamp dot com that whole album is great and to start Thomas Lear and Robert Rental Attack Decay from their album The Bridge released in 1979 by Industrial so I told our pal Zach that I would call him at 105 and what do you know it's 105 right on the nose here so let's give this a shot. Hello there. Hey, old bean. You hear me loud How and clear? Are <laughs> what's that? You hear me loud and clear? I would assume if you said what's that, then the answer is yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I mean relatively. <laughs> okay. As much as yeah. phone technology allows. That's right, pal. How are you? 
Um, I'm I'm okay. I'm I'm glad to be just doing my thing and not having any interruptions. It's been kind of a harrowing week. So, oh, in what way? What what what's what's transpired? I started working again after a two week vacation, and things are really out of control. So I won't get into detail because it's not interesting to anybody, myself included. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's nice to be kind of just doing doing my own thing here again. I, I think you could probably understand that seeing as how you mentioned you were working a 12-hour shift yesterday on your birthday, and that doesn't sound too fun <laughs> to me. No, well, you know what? Actually, actually, I actually do have a pretty tremendous amount of fun at work because I'm always getting up to just, like, pull. I've been, like, making up different nicknames for people and, and pulling all kinds of pulling all kinds of pranks and things like that so i i've been I, i've been i've been enjoying myself I, I i enjoy myself even though i work real hard i don't i don't i didn't mind it it's like i i can't otherwise i would have just been i mean we're quarantined here unless you're going to unless you're going to work you know unless you're going to to work in some kind of industry that it's been deemed that, that they're necessary that's necessary right now then you know you you have to stay home. So I, I kind of actually it was it was a, that was a preferable thing for me to have done yesterday. And it's like I get to be do things that keep me really physically fit because I'm on my feet for twelve hours a day. So <laughs> yeah, it's important to us folks at this age. You got to stay. Yeah, safe. I know. <laughs> yeah. I definitely am getting. I'm getting to the age where when I bend down, like when I bend to squat down, my knees hurt. <laughs> I, 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 I've always, I always remember seeing people do that as a, when I was a kid, and it was like, ah, well, they're, they're, they're putting this on. They're not putting, <laughs> they're not putting it on now. I now I know from firsthand experience, they are not putting it on. There is a, there is something that happens to your knees that uh, <laughs> really makes it difficult to stoop. I'm not sure exactly what's going on down there, but it, it is. It's uh, especially like first thing in the morning. I don't know what it is, but boy, oh boy, yeah, I'm getting get I'm getting older. That's for sure. Another one is I remember being however young. It doesn't really matter. Just observed it throughout life where you see somebody older than you bend down. They go oh, like when they just exert <laughs> all this air and stuff. And it's yeah. always it was at that point just like why the fuck do you really need to be making those sounds when you're kind of bending and moving around. I still try and hold off on that, but sometimes it's like, you, you got to do it. It's, it's just a biological imperative. Oh, that's right. I do it. I do it without thinking about it constantly. <laughs> I do on like a number of things. Like I constantly actually, you know, how the, how the, the song all man came, came up, came about was, or, uh, Morgan had the, who was my bandmate in scream culture had the, just had it going. And I, and then something happened or other, and I had a mic and I just yelled at the top of my lungs. Oh man, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> so it wasn't even like, it wasn't even really a put on. It was like, I find myself actually saying all oh, man, a really, really tremendous amount. Now it's kind of a joke because everyone, most of the people that are around me are familiar with that song. <laughs> so they're like, they, they're thinking that I'm joking, but, they don't. I don't think they realize that I actually just really do say that particular phrase a 
really tremendous amount. And I do say really also really frequently, you've got to be kidding me. Come on now. <laughs> so I, I, I don't even like it, it. That isn't something that I think about at all. It's just something that I find myself really consistently doing is just saying, oh, man, you know, like in traffic or something really ridiculous will happen. And I'll say, that's almost always my response is, oh, and, and it, my level of irritation measured by how many W's the all has. <laughs> so if it's something that's really, I find really particularly inconceivable, it's, oh, man, you know, it's like it really, but it, it, it adds on W's to the, uh, <laughs> to, to the, to, I guess, kind of measure my indignance and irritation by, about what's going on. <laughs> there needs to be a, a meter that, indicates the number of, of w's and maybe it gets into like a red threshold or something <laughs> yeah i think i'd be i would probably spend <laughs> i try it's like i'm i i I'd teeter between complete absolute irritation or just boundless joy i don't I, there's there's hardly any i don't i don't there's hardly any in between for me it's it's i'm i'm either extremely extremely irritated by something that's that's happening or i'm just ha- happy as a clam you know i don't i don't i don't have that i don't have that in between stuff so it it would either always be either no w's or like 15 w's i think <laughs> <laughs> so does that mean it'd be like a man if there's nothing going on if you're just sat down and everything's fine yeah that's right i just i if if i'm just uh going along whistling happy as a clam i i'm i am saying i'm saying in my head hey man <laughs> hey man <laughs> well you'll you'll never believe what i you'll never believe what i found what's that a uh a, a diary from our a little tour diary from from our 2011 european tour <laughs> oh. oh boy yeah it's got some it's got some revelations in here. I'll tell you that. I'll I'll just put it that way. There's some real revelations in here. <laughs> and this one, it it wasn't the twenty. I thought it, at first it was the twenty twelve tour because I didn't date all of them. But toward the end, I did. Sorry, I did put on the uh, like the year it was because we did we did them around the same time of year. I think we went further into February and in twenty twelve. But we they were both in the winter, like in the beginning parts of the winter. And, yeah. Well, there's- uh, there was, I, I think, how many? No, there was, well, the summer one, which was whatever. But, yeah, then the 2011, then 2012, yeah. Yeah, the, the summer one was really broken up, kind of kind of a shabby affair. Although I had a really good time. But, you know, it's like we, we didn't really know what we were doing. Maybe maybe we never found out what, what we were doing. <laughs> I don't know. but I'm still wondering. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But the 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 other the the the, the final two were definitely, you know, pr- well they were well put they were well put together as well put together as you can you can have a tour where you're traveling across the length of a continent on public transport carrying seventy and eighty pounds of equipment. <laughs> That's about uh, you know as, as well as well put together as those two really contradictory image, images suggest at any rate. I mean that's just what lunatics do <laughs> yeah and, it's like uh, the the spot the, the very small ball bald spot i have on the back of my head i wonder if it's formed because i've just been scratching there <laughs> too much and it probably started around that time 
<laughs> yeah, I definitely, I definitely had some wrinkles on my forehead from that. I'm just <laughs> marveling, you know, like just squinching at my head, thinking, "Oh, and a, another, oh, another thing to be suffered." <laughs> oh man, another thing to be suffered. And um, I came uh, in this diary. Do you remember the the uh, compartment that we had with those kids and uh, on the on the on the trip to Warsaw? Yeah, I remember it was intended for probably four people, and we had all that stuff with us, and they were not very happy about having to try and share what limited space there was. <laughs> I yeah, yeah, it was a really long ride too. It was like eight or ten hours or something stupid like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking I would, I would, I had this. I I was reading this earlier. I was thinking it would be it would be funny if I read it. Would you Would you mind? Oh, please, go right ahead. <laughs> I've had quite a few unpleasant train carriage companies in my day, but the torturously long train from Kaunas to Warsaw produced a pair that tops them all. The boy was a teen meathead dressed in urban hip-hop clothing who hogged all the space, became brusque when you had to pass him by to go to the bathroom, smoked every 15 minutes, and smelled like cigarettes and I- ignorance. The girl was of a similar age, sow-faced, and smelled like cheese that had been left in the sun for weeks. <laughs> Although we didn't speak each other's language, there was a mutually understood contempt that none of us took the trouble to conceal. <laughs> Rory and I talked openly of our distaste for them, and I'm certain they were doing the same in Polish. As we traveled on... Other carriages emptied out, and one of the two parties could have easily relocated, <laughs> but neither did as our foul cohabitation became something of a test of wills, with each of us not wanting to wave the white flag of surrender. In the end, we all stayed in the compartment till the end of the ride, which is to say that we all lost. <laughs> <laughs> I... Like reading that really brought back those memories. I can see that kid, that boy's face, so perfectly. Yeah, that actually really hits the nail on the head. I there's not really any reason to feel why this is correct, but at the time, I thought we we were entitled to that area because we'd been there. We got on there at first, and we had it to ourselves for maybe an hour or two before they got on. I guess we crossed into Poland or something. And then they got in with us. So I was like, oh, I hope these people get out. But yeah, they, they never, they never did. And then, like you said, space has opened up. And at that point it was just like, well, we just got to ride this out. <laughs> no one would leave. And I remember us saying, like discussing whether we would leave or not. And it was like, no, they should, <laughs> it's really stu- which is really stupid. That's a very stupid thing to do. You know, we, we should have just left, but it was it was very much at that point at that stage it was very much a uh, a matter of who who was going to who was going to outlast who and really we no one outlasted anyone we just all stayed in this uncomfortably small uh, train carriage with uh, I mean you, you know I, I what I didn't what I didn't mention and what what I what I wrote is that we had really had a ridiculous amount of stuff. I mean, it was yeah. it was really us probably taking up more space. To be, we probably smelled really out. bad too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's actually just just two um, just just two entries before this. I t- I talked about how I smelled like 
I smelled like cigarette smoke and pickles. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't even because, smoke. Because, you know, we were sleep. We were sleep, And I don't, yeah, I don't smoke. I never smoked. But it's like they, I don't, do they still do that now where they still, they still smoke in every single club? Not so much. I think some places like Serbia, you'll find that, but it's, and then sometimes in Germany, it's definitely not as common as it used to be back then. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, I, I really, I'm, I'm very much for people's liberty, but that, that's crazy though. I mean, you know, I, 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 in almost all circumstances, I, I agree with people's absolute liberty unless that, unless that liberty crosses into like, you know, filling a place with smoke so that you, you know, that everybody in there has to come out there smelling like it. Oh man, that was, what a, what a terrible policy. If you come back, I think you'd be happy about the current state of things, but who knows when that can happen based on the current state of things. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. It's, it's, is it, how is it over there? Are y'all on pretty much on quarantine as well? Yeah, it's been locked down here for the past couple of weeks. So I think they did a pretty good job of it. You can still go in and buy toilet paper everywhere. There's no big lines. Uh, the amount of new cases doesn't seem to be as ridiculous as other places. So I'm I'm really happy here. And I don't know. I think that they might open stuff up before they open the border. So hopefully soon, or I don't know about that soon, but hopefully before too long, it'll be possible to go out and have a drink and meet people in the open again anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's been so bananas. I, I it's yeah, it's wild. I fortunately, you know, I have I, I live with two two very excellent roommates that you know. In fact, well, you know Eve at any rate. She made me a uh, she made me a yesterday was my birthday, and she made me a very a very excellent birthday cake and and made some chili to boot. I, I really I that's actually the first time in my life anyone has ever made me a birthday cake. So I was very touched. <laughs> yeah, that's quite a compliment if somebody takes out that amount of time to to do something just for you on your special day. <laughs> yeah, you know, because I didn't I didn't tell anybody at work to that because I didn't want to you know I didn't want somebody to half heartedly have to stammer out, oh, it's your birthday, okay, well, happy yeah. birthday, you know, because they don't nobody nobody knew, so I didn't want. I certainly don't want. I don't want to hear anybody ha- have to. I don't want to hear anybody half-heartedly stammer it out. It doesn't not all that important to me, to be honest. I mean, I was just as happy doing that as I would have been doing anything else. To be to be frank, I can't. I really couldn't imagine any any place I would have really had, had rather been, um, given the given the state of affairs. But so, but it, yeah, but that was that was very, that was very touching. And they put they made a. They know how much I like Poseidon, so they made a, a Poseidon themed. Her and Kevin made a Poseidon themed. Uh, birthday card with some some tips about about some of the some tips that poseidon gives mortals that was that was really helpful too oh that sounds <laughs> great yeah yeah <laughs> you'll have to send me a picture of that later <laughs> yeah I, I will for sure it's uh it's a real treat they they collaborated on a drawing of uh, poseidon and he has a bunch of toilet paper behind, behind him i don't know why <laughs> I, didn't, I haven't asked that but <laughs> yeah it's it's yeah. the theme of the time i guess yeah, it is. People stole toilet paper out of my uh, back seat. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. is going on? <laughs> Man yeah, alive! I was I, I, I was in the supermarket today, and 
I have. I would say I've never seen such a well-stocked uh, like toilet paper area. I think it's kind of with the anticipation that things might get real loopy around here with toilet paper. It just hasn't happened. But you know how on the shelves they'll have like the the regular just stack, but then they got other things stuffed on the very top where there's like a I don't know probably four inches of space. They just got the toilet paper rammed in on the top. <laughs> to try and take advantage of whatever space is there. So I walked by it today yeah. because I was kind of like, I don't know if I should buy some or not. And I walked by there. It's like, I think I'm I'm okay. I can come back in two days time if I really need to. And I got a bunch here. So I just figured no problem. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I, I'm, I'm surprised that that has turned into, into currency. In fact, yesterday at my, at the warehouse that I work at, they were one of, one of the, uh, one of the pranks that I played was, that um, there, so I work in like a quality assurance, like problem solving type area. Like I get, we get the things that have gone wrong in shipments and things like that. So a a, a big old bunch of uh, RV toilet paper came our way in this big tote. <laughs> I mean, there must have probably there were probably like twenty or thirty cases of it in this big tote. So I, I grabbed onto the tote and started running as fast as I could, and I said, "See, this is my retirement, suckers. See you, <laughs> see you, <laughs> see you later. <laughs> I'm gonna go sell this because you can't. It's you cannot buy toilet paper here." And I, I went, I went in. This this happened a couple of weeks ago. You, it's you just can't buy toilet paper here. It's not possible. Like you go to any grocery store and and or wherever you would go to buy toilet paper, and there's none to be had. Truly. And I went, uh, I went, oh, this was maybe two or three weeks ago when it was all starting to go haywire here. And I went into one store and I thought, oh, I'll, I'll get, I'll get a couple of cases of toilet paper just in, you know, just in case. We were, we cases. had, I think, one case. <laughs> yeah, cases. Like just, yeah, they just had like maybe four a piece or something like that. Cause we were down to like one case here and I thought, well, this, it could get deranged here. So I better at least, you know, get us get us enough for we don't go through a lot but you know between three people like maybe a case a week or something like that and um so i went in one store and got that because i knew you know I, I could get it there for pretty cheap and then i went into the grocery store and when i came out of the grocery store somebody had stolen that because i i refused to on on philosophical principle i refused to lock my car doors i refused to lock anything in my life i just don't i don't I don't, I don't, I don't think I should, have, I, I don't, I don't, I don't choose to live in that kind of world where I should have to lock up toilet paper, you know, and if I, if I have to, then they can have it. I'm not going to lock up goddamn toilet paper like a goddamn animal. But yeah, they, I came back in and they had, they had stolen, they had stolen toilet paper and they had stolen, uh, I had like, um, four bags of tortilla chips and they had, they had stolen the tortilla chips as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> yeah, and isn't isn't that wild? Can you believe that? <laughs> they could have left you the tortilla chips. Yeah, yeah. You know what the funny thing is? Is they I I got one case of salsa and they left the salsa. <laughs> I guess they did. I they, guess they were not salsa fans. Yeah, they didn't like that type of salsa or something. That, that's that's real weird. <laughs> yeah, I was I was shocked by the fact that they left the salsa. And they left. Uh, I got I got some. I got like a couple of cases of gr or a couple of packages of granola too they left the granola they were very particular about <laughs> they were very choosy thieves i'll just put it that way i guess so 
they didn't take it all. They did. They didn't take every single thing. I had uh, Scott Walker's Drift album in there too. They didn't take it. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. That you know something as obscure as that album would be left behind. I wish they would have taken it. You know, I <laughs> I would have like I would have liked to imagine them sitting sitting at home when Clara comes on or that that out that song that he had that song that he has on there about pp soaked trousers where he says he just says like pp soaked trousers a hundred times in like three three minutes <laughs> i would i would have loved to imagine the thieves having to listen to that it would have been good if yeah i would doubt thieves in general would be aware of scott walker so yeah i don't think they're going to break into your car and be like oh man the scott walker record is here i'm going to take that <laughs> that's the first thing on my list but i think if they had taken it and we're just okay. We'll see what this is. They would not have been a fan generally. I, just, just <laughs> yeah. an inkling. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if they were thieves that were like, oh, you know what? I, I'm. I've always been sca- fans of Scott one through four, and I've always been wanting to get into his later work. And here's my <laughs> chance, and I can get some toilet paper on top of it all. <laughs> yeah. Jackpot. I've been wanting to get into his last. I've been wanting to get into his last three experimental albums, and here's my cha- here's my shot. <laughs> <laughs> and then you start rubbing your hands together. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That was the thing that drew them to the car. Was you know they they yeah it, it would have been even better if they would have actually bashed through my window just to get. And the only thing they would have taken was my Scott, was my Scott Walker drift album. <laughs> <laughs> Almost forgettable. I would. I would Oh yeah, I would gladly pay for a new window just to just to just just to think about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, my my friend, I, I think we have exceeded any past I'm allowed records that were set because we're now at twenty two minutes. Oh man, yeah. Sorry about <laughs> I've been jabber jabbering like a maniac here. Don't worry about that. Ah oh, man is right. I uh, I think we've uh, we've hit all the news there is to uh, go through for today, but at the same time, I've already thought of some other topics that we can uh, definitely touch on next week. So I wish you the best of luck. Until then, can't wait, but can't wait, my buddy, and and keep up the good work with this show, man. I I, ch- I, I we we tuned in early, earlier here, and we were boogieing on the bricks. I'll just put it that way. That makes my day to hear it. Thanks, pal. All right, my friend. I, it was great talking to you. I'll talk to you next Saturday. Yep, you got it. All right. Be seeing you. I'll be seeing you. <laughs> Bye. There we go. Mr. Zach with I'm Allowed. And I got this whole thing lined up for us. Next, which is a theme set of sorts, the proposed dance fads that never caught on. Um, so, the idea being, it was popular at a specific point to try and encourage new dance ideas like the twist. Sometimes there'd be semi instructions within the song as to how to dance. Other times, you'd buy the single and then they give you steps on the back and a diagram of that is on the sleeve and uh, on the diagram would, would say step here for this part, step there for that part. I can't say how many of these actually went 
that far as to give diagrams or instructions. But they're all in the spirit of the idea of trying to start a new dance craze. So we'll get going with Billy Pitcock and the people. The Frog from 1964. Well, I got a new dance and it's going around. Putting down. Well, you jump up in the air like you knew what you're doing. Well, you slide around the floor like you knew you was grooving. Well, do the frog. To your right. Well, come on, pretty baby, let's enjoy it tonight. Well, you jump in the air like you did before. Now, come on, pretty baby, let's swing around the floor. We'll do the frog. Go, 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 go
Let's dance the screw part one. Let's do it. Come on and do it. To the right. To the left. Now front, now back. Come on and do. Dance the screw.
catch the screw. the screw. They'll do a story about what? Uh, as you can see, there's construction underway here. Uh, they've dug out a little bit. There's water has accumulated. Traffic's backed up. In a city the size of Houston, there's always traffic. So what's the big fucking deal? What the fuck are we doing out here? I asked you. What in the fuck are we doing here? Hell, we're I don't doing know. the hub.
the mess around. Yeah, Bill Joy. The messer round. M E S S E R R O U N D. That's actually a song poem. If anybody remembers, I did a little mini set of song poems the other week. The idea being you'd pay people to put music to your lyrics and then they'd send you a couple of records in the mail and promise you all this fame and fortune, but they wouldn't actually deliver on the second part. They'd only deliver records in the mail. Um, so yeah, basically anybody could write anything and think it could be a hit and it wouldn't be. So that's where the mess around comes from. You can download that for free along with a whole bunch of other song poems on the WFMU Beware of the Blog or Beware of Blog, however it's called. Uh, That one is known as I Like Yellow Things, MSR Madness, Volume 5. That is the compilation The Mess Around is taken from. Also heard Ruth Brandon with the Papagai Twist released by the state-run Amiga label in East Germany in 1962 as part of a single. It was a couple years after they had tried uh, a government-created dance known as the Lipsy that never really caught on. So I don't know if that was their way to try and sneak in on the dance front and hope that things could catch on. But it never really did. Before Ruth Brandon, The Invictus with The Hump from an album known as The Invictus A Go-Go, released in 1965 by Sahara. Then there was The Crystals, produced by Phil Spector, Let's Dance the Screw Part 1. There's a big story behind that. I won't go into too much in the way of detail, but basically Phil Spector broke off his partnership with... What was his name? I even brought this up on on Google here for reference. Lester Still. People theorized that it was a way to get out of contractual obligations on the part of Phil Spector. But uh, Mr. Still, or Sill, sorry, noted, he wanted to get me. That was him saying, fuck you, buddy. Apparently... Phil Spector sent that uh, acetate with the screw parts one and two to Sill in the mail after they broke off their partnership. So quite a a lot of effort to go into to say fuck you to somebody else, but maybe Phil Spector had his reasons, or maybe not because he's nuts and murdered somebody. I don't know. Also heard the Chandels with the Gorilla, found on a single released in 1964 by the Bangar label, that's B-A-N-G-A-R, rhymes with hangar, as in the airport thing. And to start, Billy Pitcock and the People, the Frog, from a single released also in 1964 by Action. I guess that was kind of a thing. A lot of these are animal-themed 
dance propositions or released around 1964, 1963. Just didn't work out. So I, I realize I'm going to go over time here, but it doesn't really matter if you're still here. I guess that's a good thing. And nobody's going to fire me because it's me just doing this by myself. So we'll start off this next set with New Shoe of Montreal. The song is Les Thie. comes from a self-released album that appeared in 2019. hope I pronounce this correctly. Sex Estranger.
I feel so low You hurt me so You seem to know I'll never go And though you treat Me like you do I'll always be A slave to you Right to choose my brand of booze That's all you'll ever give Right to choose which way I lose The right to dial in with the blues With the blues
should I say? Turn that backing track down too much. Yeah, we heard Una Valley with the Flames and the Peanut Butter Conspiracy. The song was My Guy. It's from the album called Soul Meeting, released in 1968 in South Africa by Rave. Before that, Videoid Slither from... Sobtech Zoo, released by Gaffer in 2019. Then there was Lee Christofferson with an instrumental known as Night of the Werewolf, uh, appearing surprisingly late for a good instrumental in 1977 as a single that Areola released. Then there was Tropical Trash, third and fourth ingredient from their album Southern Indiana Drone Footage which National Waste Products put out in 2019. Before Tropical Trash, Marvin Rainwater, My Brand of Blues, from an MGM single released in 1957, and to start Nushu Leite from an album released in 2019. So I'm going to wrap it up here. I already realize I'm later than the old two-hour mark that I always hope to meet but never do. We'll play, uh, or I will play, there's no we here, it's just me, play The Splashers next with Moon from a single that they put out on Bandcamp. It's We Still Choose slash Moon, and that was released last year. You can listen to the other song on thesplashers.bandcamp.com. And to conclude things, I want to play a song by D.A.F. Afida Zen, which is in tribute to the late Gabby Delgado, who passed away a few days ago. And it comes from the album Declinen und die Bossen. The first half of that is studio tracks. The second half are really wild live recordings and it says here in the notes on Discogs tracks B2 to B12 are recorded at Electric Ballroom by accident I don't know how an, uh, how recording happens by accident especially such a well put together recording such as uh, what you'll hear in a few minutes at any rate um Hats off to Gabby as well. It's it's really sad to lose a couple of good fellers so close to uh, one another in proximity who I've listened to for a long time. And also hats off to Gabby and DAF for keeping on, keeping on. I know they were playing shows into last year, maybe even early this year. Well, I guess that'll round it out. Thanks, everybody, who's been here 
and listening, and uh, thanks to people for listening to the, the replay as well. I'll be back next week with a whole lot of whatever you want to call it. And here come the Splashers.
Wiedersehen. After yourself, as they always say, because no one else will. Let us get the fuck out of here. Be seeing you. And you.